boy is back in Australia. The CEO is back. And I know you know what that stands for. Chief Entertainment Officer. How y'all doing? My name's Keith Stone. <laughs> Buckle up and get ready. We gonna have ourselves a good time this season. Look at this excitement. Oh, yeah. How lucky we are to oh, have yeah. this guy. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. Hi, Mariana. Hey, baby gorgeous. How are you? I'm good. I'm right. good. Little twinge in the back, but this is what happens when we're old. <laughs> Stop. So, everyone, Nathan was just telling me something just before we hit record and I've made a whole backstory. So, <laughs> why don't you share, Nathan? So, I was watching Watch What Happens Live with this Aisha and this Captain... Jason Chambers, and she referred to him as hashtag Captain Cutie. And in my head, I was like, I thought Mariana came up with that. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I asked you, I was like, did you come up with that? Because like, or is that like a well-known thing? Like, no, or, or is Aisha a listener? That's, that's the suspicion. I came up with that. I'm taking full credit for that. And I think that that means that Aisha's a listener. <laughs> so Aisha, if you're a secret listener, please get in touch yeah, please. Wait, well, how does she reach us again? I don't know her handles. Oh, just go to at effing bravo on Twitter or Insta. And I, uh, there is a Gmail. But Preferably I Insta because I don't yeah, do Yeah, just the, do Insta. I don't do the Twitter. And let us know and come on the show, girl. You know we're obsessed with you. Yeah. <laughs> please, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. <laughs> oh. It took me out. When she said Captain Cutie, I was like, what? Yeah, man, Aisha has to listen. She has to. She has to be a fan because we're total fans. Like normally even like characters on all of these shows that we're fans of, we say something negative about them. Have we ever said anything negative about Aisha? Well, last week we said she's too much of a hugger. Oh, yeah, Aisha, you're too much of a hugger. But <laughs> but I would so hug her. See, this is my thing with the hugging. I don't want to be a kisser-hugger, but that's only because I don't want to have to do that to people I don't like. I'm happily hugging and kissing people I do like, and Aisha's one of them. I love how you're, like, talking directly to Aisha now. You're of like, course. <laughs> she's a listener, confirmed. I'm, I'm talking to Aisha in Texas, like, hello. <laughs> Shout out, Texas. You know I loves you. Oh, okay. So I was also just saying that... Nothing happened on Roni this week. What? Like, it's weird because I don't know if it's because, like, I'm distracted by typing, but I didn't not enjoy watching it, but nothing happened. I'm sort of the opposite. While watching it, I was a bit like, oh, maybe this isn't that great. But then thinking back on it, I was like, oh, I liked this bit and I liked this bit and I liked this bit. So, like, the sum of the parts I enjoyed. But at the time, I was like, oh, this is a bit boring. Yeah, like, nothing happened. But then again, I'm like, well, the same thing would happen if I was there. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's real life that, mm -hmm. you know, you're just hanging around. Like, what else are you going to do? And then I'm the first to complain about forced activities. So then who am I to say I'm bored? I think you hit on the right word there with forced. Mm. And I think because it's their second episode, they're also new. There's a lot of forcedness there coming is. through. Like, sigh with the eight pieces of luggage like oh. I was like this is you're trying to do a bit you're trying to be the overpacker and it's she is. frustrating because it's not real I know who packs fucking eight pieces of luggage for three days I don't think I even have enough clothes for eight bags of luggage 
Well, right. But if it was a genuine thing, it'd be like, oh, yeah, I packed eight bags. Who cares? But she was the one bringing it up like every single chance she could. Yeah. And saying she's an influencer. And I'm like, who are you influencing? I don't, who is this Cy? I don't know. I, ch- I told you for the first episode, I checked her socials. And I think when the show was announced that she was going to be on it, back then she had like 380,000 followers. Now, don't get me wrong. I'd be stoked with 380,000 followers, but she's acting like she's got 3.8 billion followers. Like, calm your farm, sweetheart. Yeah. She's acting like she's Paige on Summer House, you know, like, oh, every outfit has to be different, whereas Paige is so much more laid back. I know. Paige's outfits are all different, but, yeah, she doesn't fucking stress about it. Or just make a big deal of it. It's the big deal that gets me. Then again, on Summer House, Paige doesn't have to pack eight pieces of luggage because she gets all those boxes delivered straight to the house. Oh, well, that's the next level. That's the move you got to do, Sai. Yeah, but Sai's not ordering shit from Forever 21 like Paige is. Like, she's got designer <laughs> shit. You're not letting that just get shipped in a rando cardboard box by the Amazon. <laughs> but did you see what she wore to dinner? I was like, eight bags of clothes and that's what you picked? Yeah. And I've got to say, that confessional look of hers where she's got the bob, which I'm assuming that's her real hair or she got a haircut before they filmed confessionals, but she's wearing like that dark blue denim. Well, it looks like a top because I don't know if it's a jumpsuit or whatever. And it's like denim with just like a singlet top style and it's got that harsh white stitching and it's got the stitching around the boobs, but for some reason the bottom of the cup seemed to just be sitting too high. It's very distracting. You know when you see those tops where girls don't fill out the boob section so it's just flat and and keeps moving up and down instead of actually cupping the bosom? Wow. Which I can't judge that. That would so be me, but I don't know. I don't like it. And I'm like, that's your fucking confessional look? Look in the fucking <laughs> other eight bags of luggage, bitch. <laughs> We're really dragging sigh at the top of this episode. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Do you know who I am a fan of? Who? This Jenna. Oh, yeah, yeah. When she said that she was uncomfortable in the house when she first got there, I'm like, you're speaking my language, mate. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's true. When you go on a girl's trip... And you're at someone's house and you're the first, like you feel awkward. You're like, I don't know what to do. I'm not at a hotel, so I can't just be myself. I've got to be like careful with your shit. So you do feel a little uncomfortable. I totally get it, girl. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm liking this, Jenna. She's good. I don't know about the dill thing. Yes, you don't like dill, but you don't have to run away from it like it's a fucking spider. Oh, they were carrying on far too much with what they will and won't eat. That that was so picky. Oh, my God. And having to voice it. Now, this is coming from someone who has to voice everything she thinks. (laughs) Like, if you're going to bring your own toilet paper, right? Fine. Bring your own toilet paper. Put it in one of the eight bags of luggage and politely, quietly put it in your ensuite and don't make a big fucking deal about it. I brought my own toilet paper. I don't know what ply you have. She owns a fucking McMansion in the Hamptons. I think she's rocking the three ply. Again, it's all a bit for the show. Well, uh, yeah, it it seems planned. Yes. I'd rather if she did the Ramona aircon thing in the Berkshires or whatever, where she goes in and then complains and then ships it in. If she looked at the toilet paper and it was dissatisfying yes. and she she ordered like Uber Eats some toilet paper over, that would have been fun. I know, Postmates it, mate. Okay, speaking of, because nothing happens, so I'm just going to bitch about it and you can tell me the bits you liked. So this fucking food situation. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand that that caviar would have cost like four fucking grand or whatever. Yep. And I think that 
caviar on Pringles is a fucking genius idea. Yeah, I love that. But Erin says they arrive at four and dinner's at seven. Why would I put out lunch? The reason you would put out lunch is because they spent lunchtime in the fucking car. They're hungry. Uh You can't Uh just give them caviar. Like, there wasn't even a piece of cheese. And what if people don't like caviar? Like, surely there's a fast food place. Why didn't they just, like, order some burgers and fries? I think if there was, like, a a beautiful, expensive platter filled with burgers and another platter filled with fries next to the caviar, I think everyone would have been satisfied. That's the thing. And, like... They don't have to eat it if they don't want it, but as the host, you've got to put it out. I think Erin was just trying to be rich and fancy. Yeah, like, I do like caviar. I do eat fish. I would have frothed over it. But it's not a meal. No. Fair enough, there were Pringles. I would have just said, can I have more Pringles? I don't know. They're complaining too much. They complained too much, although then it did pivot and I enjoyed Uber going to provisions and then the store being shut. Me too. Just like the fact that she didn't Google it beforehand. She's funny. I love Uber. I love Jenna. That's about it so far. And I'm completely on Erin's side about them whinging about what coffee they have. Like, you don't have to make a big deal about it. Surely, like the Hamptons is bougie. Surely someone can drive food to you. Like what's the big fucking deal? Yes, yes. Order a cheesy. Surely the Hamptons has a Macca's or some. Oh, I don't know. And like Cy, not to rag on her much longer, but she's like, oh, this room won't fit all my stuff. And I'm like, yeah, because you packed like eight houses full of crap. Like, of course it's not going to fit. Even if you're at a hotel, you'd have to get another room just for your fucking clothes, you dumb bitch. What a fucking idiot. Like it was performative. It was so performative. I concur. I wish Bryn was there. I think Bryn would have been fun. I can't wait for Bryn. As soon as this Jessel admitted that she hadn't had sex with her husband before the kids were born, you knew it was going to be a fucking thing. And it was. Of course. Oh, can you hear my dog go off? No. So when we pod, I pod downstairs, obvi, and she's upstairs. She knows I'm stuck down here. And so she just starts going off at all the dogs in the park. (laughs) She knows her dad's sleeping. She don't care. Uh, She's going off. It's nuts. Okay, so Jessel hasn't had sex with her husband before the kids were born, whatever, I don't care. But then later on she admits that she gives him blowjobs. People, PSA, blowjobs are sex. I don't understand why people keep saying that oral sex isn't sex. It's Not sex. in my world, Dale. No. Oral sex isn't sex in your world? If it was, like, poof, you don't want to know the numbers of some gay men. Like, you wouldn't want – it would make your hair curl. But it's sex. Nah, it's not sex. It's like kissing. What? <laughs> is this a generational thing? Because I have heard many people your age say that it's not sex. I'm like, it's still a hole. Nah. Oral nah. sex isn't sex. Nah. So you don't count that as having sex? God, no. Sweetheart, you can catch an STD. It's sex. Okay? <laughs> Oral sex is sex, people. It's sex. All right, well. Not where I'm from, but okay. It's not like you got a fucking hymen to break a seal. Like, (laughs) what do you... I know plenty of gay guys who don't have anal sex with their, like, flings. They only do it with partners. Yeah. So what are you saying, that they're fucking virgins? No, I'm just... uh, I think there's different levels of sex. Like, you know how you have, like, your best friend and then your second best friend? You have sex and then you have, like, little sex and then, like, mini sex and side sex. Sweetheart, if someone puts their hand on your thigh right near your crotch and you don't flinch, you've had sex, okay? (laughs) 
You've had sex. <gasps> okay. Well, but this Jessel. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. It seems like she brought it up for the show but then didn't want to talk about it on the show and then it's like. 100%. <laughs> Speaking of performative, Rando all of a sudden, they're talking about, okay, they're talking about Jessel and they're not having sex. Someone mentions that she's got to go lingerie shopping. Then I think it was Erin. And then she turns around to Jenna and says, oh, you should take her lingerie shopping. I don't know why she'd be the expert. As far as I know, J. Crew didn't sell lingerie, but maybe they did. I don't know. And then she rando walks out with lingerie for everyone. Yeah, how was that pre-prepared? Uh, it was planned, man. She knew that she did this. It's, it's again, it's a bit performative. And I think it's a bit performative because they're sitting around this house, not even sitting around the caviar. They're just sitting in the lounge room or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they realise they got nothing to do and nothing to say. I know. Like they're playing the, not at this point, but later they'll do like two truths and a lie in that. And it's yes. just like, what a crutch. I'm like, maybe we do need fucking activities with these women. <laughs> maybe. nothing's going on. We're talking about Jenna not liking fucking Dill. We're talking about her hyperpigmentation. Like, really? Like, what's going to happen next? You're going to start talking about your fucking kids? Like, oh, God, no thanks. I don't know so- what's going on. About this lingerie, though, mm. Jessel was being such a brat. Yes. But it was ugly. It, it was all ugly. The only one who had not a nice set was Erin. Whoever right. picked this shit out for them, because I think Jenna said something like she got someone to pick something out for them. And I personally oh. think that Jenna hates Jessel because she got her a large. <laughs> who it, does that? She doesn't look like a large. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's a touchy subject. I would have assumed, you know, they'd send measurements through or something. I don't know what's going on, but it, I mean, the color was lovely for Jessel, I think, actually it did suit her skin tone, but apart from Erin, everyone sucked. Yeah. I mean, if you were in Jessel's position, what would you have done? Would you have just like not worn it and just worn something else fun? I want to say no, I would have been polite and maybe just put some pajamas on with it because, you know, she gave them all sets of pajamas and just sort yeah. of, and like made it look like a bit more of a top and had it tucked in. But to be honest, I know what I'm like. I would have probably just used the it's too big excuse. Yeah, yeah. Well, she was being such a brat. Don't wear it. If you're not into it, don't fucking wear it. Jenna, the one who gave you the lingerie, said, I'm not wearing it in front of people. So it's not like you have to wear it in front of people if like yeah, the, yeah. the gift giver isn't even doing it. Just say, yeah, it was way too big. So like everything was hanging out or something. Make a lie like yeah, that yeah, up yeah. and leave it at that. I do love this Jenna, but... I think Sai had a good point when Sai said, you know what, Jenna, like she should be calling Jessel out for being rude right now and Jenna just didn't. She's just really uncomfortable. Even though she should be calling her out because that's the name of the game on the show, in real life I would be like her too. I'd be passive aggressive, I guess. Yeah, I don't think Jenna's playing by the show rules just yet. She's just sort of doing her own thing. Like what did you think of her not wanting to share about the girlfriend? Um, I think it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I'm like, good for you. Especially someone who was outed by the New York Post. Like yeah. it's not like she's she's not sitting here going like, I'm not sharing it on the show. I think that that's part of I'm not sharing this stuff in my life. Mm. I think that is more authentic. And she said like this person, I signed up for this. They don't want to be on the TV. Yeah, as a human being, I get it. But as a as a TV show personality, I, I don't love it because she's robbing us of a f- side character that could be really fun. Yeah, but we don't know if they're a side character. She's seeing someone. They're not her partner. Yeah, but it could, it could be good. Oh, it could be fucking great. It could be the female lesbian Harry Dubin. <laughs> <laughs> could Wouldn't be. that be amazing? 
maybe what my stance is is that I'm fine with it for now. Give it time. Give yep. it time and I'll probably be like, you know what, what are you giving me? Well, and they're all going to hate it, the other ladies. Yes. Like, and as soon as she comments on any of their relationships, they'll be pissed. Yeah. Jenna is awkward. She's uncomfortable. And that's part of her personality that I'm enjoying. Yeah. Because I can definitely relate to that stuff. She does say quirky things every now and then, and that's obviously her personality. I like her. Mm -hmm. I could be friends with that person. But you're right. She does have something to say and she's not saying it. Well, yeah, if you're going to not show your whole life, like overcompensate and be like really interesting in your own right, like stand alone. Exactly. And she's doing all right. Like I did love when she told Jessel not to like wear the two brands. Oh, yeah, I thought that was funny. That was funny. This (laughs) is what I mean. She tries not to be too much of herself because she feels awkward. Uh But then things like that come out. I'm loving it. Speaking of loving it, the complete opposite of her is Uber. When she had to sit facing north and use the compass (laughs) on her phone... I fucking love her. She is so comfortable with who she is. Uh I love her. I don't know if she's just a better actor than them, but I get a sense of honesty and authenticity from her. Like she's herself, she doesn't care. She's having fun. She's having fun. I love her and I love watching what she wears. So she wears all the bright colours and I'm just loving looking at it like no one rocks pink better than this woman i love it yeah and she's quite funny like when she stole the coconut cream oh and jessel was like you have to put that back you have to put that back it's stealing she <laughs> and she like tries to give it back to jessel so it looks like she took it and she goes you have a british accent you're not going to jail i, I loved that it's so true i love her and then when she makes that comment about like do you know how much my salad cost i'm taking the coconut cream <laughs> that's me i would so steal the coconut cream just to for fun and that's what it was. It was just for fun. I mean, she can get cream anyway. It like, was just for fun. It was on the fucking table. They saw it. If they had an issue, they would have said something. Speaking of the restaurant, what was it called again? Tapping Rose or something? How many times did Erin have to fucking say Tapping Rose to get her free meal? Oh, did she say it a lot? I didn't she notice. She said it a lot. Tapping Rose. We've got a Tapping Rose. This is my haunt. Tapping. Oh, too much Tapping Rose. And if it's not called Tapping Rose, then she should have enunciated better because in my head it's Tapping Rose. I kind of wish they bleeped it. <laughs> like, I just love if every restaurant was bleeped from now on. <laughs> I should have Googled it. I'm prob- It's probably not Tapping, but whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like restaurants where the floors are wooden and the chairs are wooden and you hear that empty wooden hall scraping sound. It's just cold. Mm. Does that bug you? Not really. You know, like when you're sitting at the restaurant and most people try to like keep their conversation to their table. Not me, but most people do. <laughs> and like, I was going to say. And every time like the wooden chair scrapes on the wooden floor, it echoes. Like yeah. there's, there's no soft furnishings in the place to soak in the sound. So every sound is amplified. I don't like places like that. Like I, I need it to feel warm. Yeah. So I'm not going to tap and rose is what I'm saying. Okay. And um, that's like pretty much the episode. That pretty much is the whole episode. There was one moment where Jessel, when she arrives and she's like, well, we're not in New York anymore. And I was like, bitch, yes, you are. Like, I'm pretty sure the Hamptons is in New York, right? Like the state. Isn't (sighs) it in Long Island? Like, isn't that considered... New York? I don't know. You tell me, people. Maybe I sound as dumb as fucking... As Jessel. As Harry on... Was it Harry on Below Deck? Who didn't know where Wisconsin was and thought it was near Brooklyn? Yeah. Well... Bless. 
I must say, every time I watch Summer House and they're like, we're going upstate or whatever, or we're going to the Hamptons. I don't know where the fuck they're going. Yeah, I don't know. the Hamptons they, is like in Long Island, like the end of Long Island. So it's still New York, right? Yeah, it's New York State, yeah. right? It's apparently far, though. Every time you watch Summer House, they're in the car for fucking ever. Yeah. I ain't driving fucking three hours. In my head, it doesn't make sense because obviously, like, I can see the beach from my balcony, so... Where we live, we're on the coast, so maybe that's what... I can't imagine living somewhere where I'm that far away from water. It wicks me out, the idea of it. Yeah, and then when they go to Fire Island, it's like a, it's a bus and then a boat, and I'm like, jeepers, creepers, heck, yeah. why is it taking so long to get to places? I know, and wouldn't Andy Cohen, like, because I follow him on Insta and I'm always, like, seeing him in the car driving to the Hamptons, I'm like, dude, why don't you just get a helicopter? Aren't you rich? It'd take seven mm, minutes. Yeah, that's a good point. If I was rich, that's what I'd be doing. Seven minutes, mate. It'll cost you like two grand. Yeah, splash the cash, Andy. Seriously, Andy, get a helicopter. Yeah. Anywho. Loosen the purse strings. Right, so next time Bryn arrives, thank fuck. They thank work fuck. out. We have an activity. Thank fuck. Yeah. Erin <laughs> tells Bryn that she likes Jenna more than her and Bryn says it's because she doesn't have as much to offer her as Jenna Lyons does. Okay, I love that. Ooh. And the ladies tell Jessel that she was a bitch about the lingerie and, of course, she doesn't get it. I mean, finally, they're seeing her in the same light that I do because she's okay. a bitch. With, with this Jessel, sorry, I just remembered, you know when Jenna was saying that, like, she never really knew she was a lesbian mm. until she asked her friend about it. And then, like, two seconds later, Jessel asks Jenna, like, Je- Jessel's, like, um, had just done that. You know, yeah. she was, like, asking – she was asking Jenna, like, how she knew she was gay, which is a question I do hate. Like, no one ever says, how, do you know if you're straight? Like, how do you know you're straight? I didn't realise – I thought it was, like, the weirdest thing that she asked her. I thought that was the dumb question. I'm like, what are you talking about? So did I. And then in the response where <laughs> Jenna was, like – well, I wasn't sleeping with my partner and then I asked my lesbian friend how she knew and then I thought maybe <laughs> I'm a lesbian. I'm thinking, oh, maybe Jessel's a lesbian. Oh, my God, I just got that as you're explaining it. That's the best. <gasps> okay, see, then she might actually be fun. I can't wait for her to come out. Me too. I can't wait for the New York Post to fucking out her. <laughs> or maybe we just did. <laughs> maybe we just did. Okay, I love that. That's clever. Or maybe just because I've just watched Atlanta as well, like I've got lesbians on the brain. Maybe. That's very astute of you. I love it. I'm liking Atlanta this season. Better than last season. Right. I just don't know why, like, we're still talking about Bolo two years later. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm not liking Atlanta because I was just thinking maybe because Atlanta's boring. I don't know. What do we think of Atlanta? You tell me what I think of Atlanta because now I'm confused. I'm enjoying watching it, but is Drew a lesbian? Okay. I don't like Drew. Oh. True is such a fucking sook about every fucking <laughs> thing. Yeah. She has an issue anytime anyone opens their mouth and addresses her, she finds an issue. And then she wants to be like, let's talk about my feelings. Now, you know I love talking about feelings. Oh yeah. I love talking about feelings a lot. I can't with her. I don't want, I don't care about her feelings. She's just such a brat about it. Like, it's like she has a monopoly on feelings. It's all about my feelings. I don't want to hear about your feelings. Feelings aren't facts, people. They come, they go, talk about them. Absolutely. It's important. It's vital. But let the other person have their feelings. You don't have to like them. Mm -hmm. But it's almost like she doesn't agree with your feelings, but you have to agree with her feelings. I can't. I can't with this woman. Grow up. Oh, I hate right. her. Get off my TV. 
Oh, no, but it's getting interesting. Oh, well, it is getting interesting. <laughs> we can't get her off the TV, literally. But... She wants to talk about her feelings but doesn't want to talk about her life. Like she's telling oh. everyone off because she's got problems at home. Sure, it happens. But where's the self-awareness? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we need to push through that horrible stage to get to like really fun TV stage. Okay. And I think we might be getting that way. I hope so. I'm hanging in there. So we've got two episodes of Below Deck this week. Oof. That's a lot, Bish. Well, we, I mean. And we've prattled on for 26 minutes about a show that had nothing happening. What's going to happen with this? Well, it's Below Deck. So it's more formulaic than any of the Housewives shows. So it's like, you know what you're going to get. It's just Charter comes on, Charter leaves, they have a party, Charter comes on. And it works. It works. So episode two, Floating Circus, we're still back at night one with the drunk nudie swimming and the guests, well, one of the guests calling Captain Cutie a bitch. And he's like, tells them that we're going to head back to the dock in the morning, but then they apologise. And so he's like, they're drunk, it's fine. As long as they agree to go to bed now, we're all good. See, he's all bark and no bite, this Captain Cutie. He said on Watch What Happens Live, basically, he just wanted to go to bed because it was 2am. Like, I think, like, he wasn't registering that she just called him a bitch, like, at the time. I think if that happened in daylight hours, different story. Right. Was he just like, you're drunk, whatever, let's just go to bed, who cares? Yeah. And this fucking naked lady had the gall to ask for one more round of champagne. Oh, shit. When the she gall. did that, I was like, okay, I'm kind of loving you in this moment. It, well, you know what? If I was on a super yacht, I'd be milking it. Like when they all go to bed early, I'm like, nah. Yeah, me too. I'm like, no, I'd be that pain in the ass guest keeping you up till three in the morning. And I'd be getting up at six. I'd be setting alarms yeah. just so I can get up and ask for a coffee on the deck. Yeah, but then again, I don't know if I could stay up till three o'clock in the morning without, you know, chemical assistance. So I don't know how they stay up till three twenty-five on alcohol. If I drink That's a lot, I get it, yeah. I get sleepy. I don't get mm-hmm. it. I don't get how they can stay up that late without anything. But anywho, the next morning, Captain Cutie confronts Luke about the mermaid guests. Luke feels bad, but I want to know why wasn't anyone on deck up till the guests went to bed? Like. I don't get why someone went to bed. Don't we have night watch? Don't we have to clean the boat? Like, this isn't our first rodeo, Luke. Is it yours? I'm confused. I don't know about this Luke. I think he's not that great at his job. I think he's a slacker. He's a slacker. I think he's a slacker. And question, are you, Nathan, over the chef not handling the shit galley? Are you over her talking about the fact that the galley shit? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Can't she just, like, grab a trestle table or something if she needs more space? Yeah. Grab a couple of trestles, bitch. I got like five sitting here. You want one? Like, Yeah, get a trestle. I'll ship it up to you. Like, I don't know. And even later on, she says, I think it was in episode three, she she was in confessional basically admitting that she's better at sex than she's at cooking. I'm like, is this what we want from our chef? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and their food output hasn't looked amazing yet. Like, what were those little chocolate mousses? That's what sloppy that? dessert. So she basically looked like she'd made brownies and chocolate sauce and then had chocolate bits and marshmallows. Like, it looked like baby food. Yeah, and it's like presentations, like, what, 50% of, like, fine dining, really. And she was going on about, like, about this chocolate cake bites I'm like, chocolate cake bites? Is that something you do when you make a chocolate cake and it doesn't turn out so you cut it up and call it brownies? <laughs> Maybe she did that. Google Nigella or something. I don't know what to tell you, love. But but then some of her dishes, they were cute. They, they had their little microgreens and they strategically 
placed squishes of sauce. Like some of it looked very profesh and some of it looked shit. She's a bit hit or miss, right? Yeah, you just need to go all out. Like I want the dessert tables, you know, where like the whole table is the plate, like all that crap. And I've noticed that she's really like she's stressing but then whenever she tells Aisha what they're making, well, what what the, the dinner is, it's three courses. Yeah, we've seen a lot more chefs under pressure than this. Like, yeah, like I sound like I'm ragging her because if I had to make more than three courses for that many people, I'd flip out too. But I couldn't make a soup. You're, you're a chef. Like, yeah. Now this crystal, this is like the naughty guest. <laughs> so <laughs> she wakes up and wants champagne refills. <laughs> you were drunk five hours ago. And you want more – she's milking it. Like, you know she's not footing the bill for this. Oh, no. Like, how much do you reckon a bottle of Verve costs on a super yacht? Because, like, you know any other restaurant, they double the price at least. Like, you order a $60 bottle of wine, you know – okay, they triple it. It, You know it's a $20 bottle of wine. You you see it, right? How much do they up the price on a boat? Well, I thought it was all included. No, no, no. It's not. So you pay the higher price for the boat. But then everything's on top because if you want special treats, that goes on the bill. If you want a beach party, that goes on the bill. If you want entertainment, that goes on the bill. They provision it, but then you get charged for what you drink. Yikes. If you're a, a group of people that drinks five times as much as the people before, you're paying five times as much for booze. Mm. Okay, am I making this up or was this a given? I don't know. Maybe I'm making it up. Maybe I'm assuming. I thought it would just be like an all-inclusive. This ain't no P&O, mate. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think it's all-inclusive. I'm pretty sure you get charged for every little thing. Okay. If I turned around to you and say, like, I want a band, how is that all-inclusive? Because I just sprung that on you. Surely it goes on the bill. Uh, I just figured they charge so much they've got a little bit of buffer. Nah, I'm pretty sure that fucking shit goes on the bill, mate. Oh, all right. But again, I'm I'm assuming, you know, as soon as we get off, I'm Googling this shit and I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll be texting you in a couple of hours. I, I don't mind that much, but okay, thank you. That'd be great. <laughs> so then we get Margot, the new shoe arrives. Oh, yeah, what'd you think of her? I like her. All the guys have the hots for her. So quickly. She's some, like, fucking... Adonisy, I don't know what's the Adonis equivalent for a woman. I don't know. Apparently Aphrodite? she's Aphrodite. Apparently she's fucking Aphrodite. So is she the only single one or something, or does she have beer flavored nipples? Because she's very popular. Okay, let's break it down. So we've got Aisha, who's taken. Yeah. And then we have Laura. Oh god, Laura. Is she taken? Does it matter? Oh. She's Ooh. a pain in the ass. She's passably attractive. Like she's not ugly, but. She's, compared to Margot, she's the friend of. It's true. I get it. I get now why they've got the hots for Margot. And also Margot's fun and nice and sweet. And Laura's a bitch. <laughs> Laura's trouble. <laughs> Laura's a sook. She's a whinger. Like we're seeing snippets of her whinging about everything. And no, Laura's not hot. She's pretty, but she's not hot. She's not sexy. Laura's not sexy, whereas Margot is sexy. So, yeah, I get why they've all got the hots for Margot now that I think about it. Makes sense. Um, this uh, this this Laura, mm. she is making me laugh so much when she just says, as you want, whenever she clearly disagrees with Aisha. <laughs> yeah. It's just such a cunty thing to say, as you want. As you want. <laughs> yeah, it's condescending, isn't it? It's got such judgment and tone. So many emojis in that, as you want. So many. And I kind of love it. 
I'm loving her for the show. I don't know if I'd think she would be a pain in the ass to work with. I get the impression that she's a hard worker. Yeah, but then when you're all waiting for her on the crew night out and she's oh. taking 28 minutes in the shower, I'd leave. Was it 28 minutes? It was 30 fucking minutes, wasn't it? Ah, oh, yeah. At one point it was 28 minutes and then it took longer. I'm one of those people who takes forever to get ready because I love slowly putting on my makeup. I'm watching, you know, YouTube videos. Like I take ages, but I've never been in the shower for that long, including back in the day when I actually had to shave from ankle to armpit. So what is she doing in that shower? Is she having a bat? Oh. That's what I thought. I thought she was having a bat in the shower because what else are you doing in there that takes 28 minutes? It's not like she was in the bathroom for 28 minutes. That shower was running. We heard the water. Well, maybe she's a shy pooer and she's running the shower to disguise the poo. Oh, she's running the shower while she's doing a poo. Your prob's right. That's prob's what it is. Yeah. Well. I don't know what you're doing in the shower for that long. It's infuriating though. How hairy are your legs, love? It is infuriating. I would have left her. And then she's like, you know, beauty takes time. And I'm like, well, you're not doing drag makeup. You're not Trixie Mattel. That's it. When she came out, her makeup was so plain. I'm like, apart from the fact that your (laughs) hair looks clean, you look no different from when you went in that bathroom. (laughs) She had on the most simple makeup. I'm like, bitch, you didn't even put on lashes. Like what? What's taken so long? Yeah. I don't get it. She took two, was it two hours? An hour and a half? She Too fuck, long. Too fucking long. Like, it's each 10-minute makeup routine and your four-minute shower routine. And, like, the way she was carrying on to do this can-can Oh, dance. can we talk about this for 10 minutes? Oh, she needed the right outfit. She needed the right music. I'm like, bitch, just do the can-can. Correct me if I'm wrong, no one actually did the can-can because in my mind the can-can is when you all link arms yes. and then you go right knee up, right leg up. Left knee up, left leg up. Like you're doing like scissors with your leg. Yeah. Yeah. It's like knee up, leg up, knee up. I'm literally doing it in my seat right now, people. No Uh one did that. No. No one did that. So there was no can-can. And so are you telling me Mm. that the primary is going to wake up tomorrow with the bill and it'll say extra charge for a can-can dance and that's what they're paying for? Like I'd, I'd contest that. They'll be paying for that dress. Get out. If you are calling someone to go, can I get a dress? Now, maybe they're just hiring it. I don't know. That has to be paid for. Who's paying for it? The guests are paying for it. Wow. They wanted a Moulin Rouge theme, so they're paying for a themed evening. No? I'm Googling this shortly. Yeah, they they may be doing that, but, like, where's the value in that? Like, that's what you're getting? I don't know. That's what you're getting when you ask for Moulin Rouge? You're getting Laura... Doing a can-can that's not even a can. It was a can't-can. It was was. a can't-can't. That's right. So just going back up where Margot gets here, we find out she's from Wisconsin and Harry asks if Wisconsin's near Brooklyn. I mean, at least he can swim, right? I love that, Harry. You do? Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. I think Harry loves Harry a bit more than I do. He's such a dork. You know what solidified it for me? It was like when we found out he used to work at JB Hi-Fi. Like that sort of made sense. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was like, oh, is that who you are? You're a dweeb. You're a lanky dweeb and it's fun. He works at JB Hi-Fi in the phone section. I get you. Yeah. As soon as this Margot gets here, Luke's all over her like a bad fucking rash. Yeah. He's coming on way too strong. I get what she's saying by, like, can we just flirt for a while? I totally get it. Oh, yeah. When he he said our flirting has gone past flirting, she's like, it's been a fucking day, mate. I know, right? Calm down. And 
Luke needs to focus on other things like where the fucking swim ladder is. Oh, what an idiot. It snaps off. Meanwhile, this Adam acts like it's no big deal. Oh, well, we'll just have to order another one. That costs money. Doesn't that stress you out? He's one of those people that's very good at spending other people's money. Because what does a swim ladder cost? Like 600 bucks? But what does it cost the environment? That's fallen onto the Great Barrier Reef and like squished a starfish. Like this, we're polluting our beautiful oceans with swim ladders. But I just couldn't get, he's like, oh, well, we'll just have to order another one. I'm like, is that coming out of your fucking tip? Like, (laughs) would you stress about that? I'd be stressing about that. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, everyone's over this fucking crystal, including the other guests. Mm -hmm. They fucking hate her. And then it dawned on me that she's not even the primary. Nope. She's acting like this Queen of Sheba (laughs) and she's not even the primary. Like if I was an invited guest on someone else's yacht trip, would I be acting like this? I don't think so. Like I might be in my room in the cabin with someone else, maybe like pretending like – we should say this and we should do that. We should, like, milk it. But you you don't. You, you're polite, right? Well, and she's actively going off at all the other guests. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going off at her too. Like, they're not a fun, cohesive group. No. How can you be, like, going off at other – I don't know. Could you imagine if she was the primary, how bad it would be? Yeah. We're kind of going all over the place. I don't really know what we want to talk about next. The wake-up call from Captain Cutie. Oh, the Uh, wake-up call uh, with the fucking – because it was a birthday request and I think she was the primary. Oh, what I wouldn't give. For Captain Cutie to come into your room with a flower in his teeth? Mm, mm, mm. That would freak me out. Well, the cameras were already in there, so I don't – That's true. I don't know how much of a wake-up call it was, but good for her for requesting it. Nah, I would feel weird. I'd feel weird, like – the thing is, like, as a woman, when you go to sleep – For me anyway, I'm probably wearing a very large T-shirt and it's probably thin, so my tartars are probably, like, hanging about Mm -hmm. and I'd feel very self-conscious if someone I didn't know walked in. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I'd be on, you know, I don't don't need some stranger coming and giving me breakfast while (laughs) I've got morning breath and I don't know if, like, my boobs popped out of my singlet top. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm clearly not that high maintenance. (laughs) She says laughing. My question to you is, if you made a tough duck on the first night that Captain sat down for dinner, why would you be making it again the next night? I wouldn't be. I don't think I'd be doing that. I'd be like, you know what, I ain't making duck again. Yeah, you don't need to prove that you can make duck, just do something better. Exactly. And I'm sorry, that poopy dessert. I mean, I'm glad she owned it, but that poopy dessert, I'd never get over that. What I would be getting over is if... Once in my life, an art teacher said I wasn't a perfectionist. (laughs) Sarina, she needs to get over that. She says she felt discarded when one time her art teacher, I mean, P.S., who cares about the art teacher, (laughs) (laughs) said that she wasn't a perfectionist. I'm like, bitch, welcome to my world. She should have grown up in my fucking house. (laughs) One comment by one rando teacher and she needs therapy for the rest of her fucking life? Yeah. Seriously. Harden up. <laughs> you've had it too good, sweetheart. If that is the one thing you're clinging on to, poor bitch. Poor bitch. <laughs> so, okay, these guests 
pretty much that's it. They leave, not before Brandon has to tell Crystal off again. I mean, thank you for yelling at her. Every time he yelled at her, I kind of loved it. It was funny. And, yeah, they end up with $1,590 each, which is 2300 Australian dollars. Not bad, but not great, right? And I think they would have spent a lot of it at the bar because, like, Australian drinks are crazy. And for them to get that drunk, I was like, they, they've spent all their tip. They were hammered. hammered. Like, we're not in, like, Eastern Europe anymore. Like, these drinks would be so expensive. These drinks are, like, 20 bucks each. Yeah, like, I don't think they're keeping much tip. I don't think that American guy is able to buy his mum a house after the way he drank at that bar. No. I mean, even a beer is 10 bucks. Exactly. Is a beer 10 bucks? I don't know. I haven't been out in a while. Yeah. They w- Surely they would have spent like 500 bucks each. Oh, yeah. And Cairns is expensive. Yeah. I've never been to Cairns. I have no desire. <laughs> it's quite nice. Yeah. It's just like it's humid and hot where we live. So why do I want to go somewhere that's more humid and more hot? And you can't swim because of all the jellyfish. What? Like on the coastline. You can only swim like out at the reef. So then why the fuck am I going? I mean, I'd go to see the Great Barrier Reef, but I don't know. I don't know what my damage is. Let's move on. Yeah. So that's kind of pretty much the episode. We get to episode three called Ice Ice Maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whose side are you on about the buckets? Because this Laura has a stick up her crawl about buckets. Ice buckets. uh, Oh, yeah. She's got a stick up her crawl. She needs to put a bucket on the table. And Aisha's all about, no, if they want ice, we serve them. Aisha's yeah. like, it's not fine dining to, for them to get their own ice, even though Laura's trying to make it about the fact that she knows that the guests want ice. Sure, bring ice, but don't be sticking an ice bucket on the table for no. silver service. No, they, you serve them the ice. It is weird that they did want so much fucking ice in, like, their wine. That was crazy. I'm with the guests when it comes to ice in the rosé. I always want ice in my rosé, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Rosé must be drunk cold. We're in Australia where it's hot and everything gets warm real quick. When you've drunk half your glass of rosé, at that point, the temperature in your glass has already dropped. It doesn't taste good. The first sip of rosé when it's cold is always the best. So that's why I like icing my rosé so it's cold all the way down. Also, I drink that shit like it's lolly water. So if my drink gets watered down a little bit, at least I'm consuming water while I'm getting drunk and then hopefully I won't have as bad of a hangover. Genius. Because I could just drink that. Rosé, you can drink it all fucking all day, every day. You don't notice you're drunk till it's too late. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love ice in my rosé. I'm telling you, once you put ice in your rosé, you can't go back. I understand ice in my red wine if it's hot. Like wine should be drunk at, I think it's like 16, 17 degrees for red wine. In Australia in summer, it's never 16, 17 degrees. It's 35 fucking degrees. So, yes, I get a little bit of ice in it because, remember, Aisha didn't want to put the red wine in the wine fridge? It should have been put in there. I agree with Laura for that. But I think Laura should also shut the hell up when her chief stew's telling her what to do. Yeah, like the back chat. This Aisha deserves respect. Like, I don't know if you remember, but remember that homophobic chef on Below Deck Med? Like, Aisha was on that season and she dealt with all of that crap. She's earned her stripes. Yeah. Like, if she can deal with homophobic chef, she can deal with Laura and Laura should shut up. Aisha does the whole thing when she said to, in confessional, like, I would never talk back 
or question my chief stew. You need to tell her that. You need to nip this shit in the bud because Laura's having these conversations in her head about how she's better than Aisha. So you need to <laughs> nip it in the bud before yeah. she. this conversation is on like cycle seven. As you want. Yeah. As you want. Yes, as, want. as I want. And stop talking back to me. I'm your chief stew enough. That's exactly right. So back to the night out, mm. what did you think with this Luke doing that surprise kiss on Margot? That's kind of gross in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's okay. My first thought was you shouldn't have done that. For what we saw, she was giving vibes that she wasn't into it. But then she said she had a crush on him, so maybe she was giving off vibes that she was into it. Uh, yeah, but it's 2023. I don't think you tell someone to shut their eyes and then kiss them. Like that's yeah. kind of like the opposite of consent. Yeah, that's true. And he kept grabbing onto her arm and telling her to come here when she would be basically saying like Thank you, no she had thank her arms you. crossed. Yeah. Like, I mean, she did say, I want to keep it in the flirt stage. And he just kept going, like, the whole, even after the night out when they went back to the boat, oh, come here, come here. Don't physically grab someone and pull them towards you when they're backing away from you. He's yeah. a creeper dude. I'm not into He's it. He's a creeper dude. And, like, when he was like, you know, nice guys finish last, Harry, ha-ha, she wants me. I'm like, does she? Well, apparently she does. She says she's got a crush on him. Holy brother. I don't know. I think I think the red flags that are going off in her mind, she should be listening to them. And I think that's what's happening. She does have a crush on him, but she's seeing red flags. Right. right. Listen to your gut, people. And if you do still want to kiss the person, but you don't want it to be serious, then you take control of the situation and don't be coy. Be very upfront. It can be hard to be upfront like that sometimes. That is true. It can be. And Body language is language. It should be listened to, mm. in my opinion. Mm-mm. I know, preach, right? Okay, how excited were you when Culver came back? I was going to say, let's talk about the best bit. The CEO is back. So good. I knew you'd be happy. Now, my question to you is, were you as happy or happier than Asia? Did you see her reaction? Oh, yeah, I was I was the same as Aisha. You were jumping up and down? Yeah, because, like, last week I was, like, kind of disappointed he wasn't there. You I was were. like, oh, my God, where the fuck's Culver? I was like, I was so sure in my heart that he would have been a returnee, and then he is. I don't love Culver as much as you do. Well, I wow. didn't last season, but I feel like we need him this season because everyone is so fucking serious, except for Margot. Margot doesn't seem so serious, and, of course, Aisha's not so serious, but yeah. she is the boss. But, yeah, we need someone not so serious, which I'm hoping Culver's going to bring that for us this season. And also he's not an idiot. He's, like, already being like, oh, the slide's easy. You just do this. Just throw the rope this way. Do this. This Adam and his huffing and puffing, his (laughs) gruffing about this slide, you're going too quick and I know all the rules. And then he challenges his bosun with a fucking whiteboard questionnaire. What the fuck? Where do these kids get off with their tood? Like, haven't they been (laughs) in a hierarchical situation before? Like, it's just like in your home. Nowhere is this a democracy. You're at work. It's a cheerocracy. It's a cheerocracy. Like, I don't understand why that they think that they can talk to their bosses like this. Mm-hmm. I'm confused there. I know. And it's like even like we know because we've watched a million episodes of Below Deck mm. that like the corporate structure is even more in place when you're at sea. It's not like you're at sea and everything floats away. It's like, no, it's even more important. Yes, I agree. Do we want to move on to these guests? 
What do we think of these spoiled rich kids? Yeah, I, I do find spoiled rich kids annoying. Mm. And I did find them a bit annoying, but I, I, the highlight for me is just these rich guests who go on below deck and lose jewelry while doing water activities. It's just like, take it off. I know. Oh, and she was so glib about it. She was like, ah, they always come back to me in the end. I was like, you fucking idiot. It's in the ocean. How's it going to come back to you in the end? And then it did. That is exactly what I wrote. I literally wrote in my notes, it's in the sea, bitch. Ariel is not bringing this back to you. (laughs) And then it came back. And I was like, is she kissed by an angel? Like, wh- wh- how is this rich bitch so lucky? I I don't know, but good for her. Although, did both earrings get lost? Because I feel like only one got found. One got found. Maybe the other one didn't get lost. I don't know. But she was very happy to have it back because she was. it proved her right. But also, like, so it was on the deck overnight. Like, did no one look? I don't know. You didn't look on the, look at the ground when you got out of the water, you big dum-dum? We shouldn't care. She's rich. I know. And then when she said, Harry, oh, I'll give you like a thousand bucks for it. He was like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, you're not getting that money, Harry. Yeah, you're like, not. He was spending it already in his head. And I was like, oh, sweet, Harry. Well, he fucking spent it already at the bar the night before. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. At this dinner bar, before we move on, oh, we've yes. got Culver breathing, doing like ASMR in the primary's ear. Would you be up for that? I'd cream my pants. I don't think I'd be up for that. I don't want some stranger doing that. It's not a stranger, it's Culver. Oh. Yeah, no, you're right. If I if I had the hots for him, I'd probably want him to do it too. I don't have the hots for Culver well, at all. And they've clearly watched season one because they were referring to like how excited they were for Captain Cutie. Yeah, that's true. He's hot. He's the hottest one on the boat. I'd want him breathing in my ear for sure. Captain Cutes. Captain Cutes, for sure. You know, I'm a Culver fan. I find that, what's, is Adam? I like Adam. You I like, like this Adam? Ha- I, visually, oh, I like visually, Adam. yes, Adam's but Adam's pretty. Even that Harry was filling out that pair of budgies. Like I, I'm not mad at the male form on this show. And Luke, I'd throw away the face, but the body is right. He's a prawn. Gotcha. I don't think Harry's attractive. I don't wow. think Luke's attractive. What? I think Adam's attractive, but he's a prick, so I don't find that attractive. Wow. I'd probably be going Margot. Yeah, Margot's cute. Or Captain Cutie. Because, yeah. you know, he's got he's got the uniform. It's hot. Yeah. So then this is when we get Adam saying that night watch is easy, but then mm. he doesn't do all the action items on his list. Yeah. <laughs> How many times have we seen Below Deck? All we oh. see them do is rinse off the boat and take out the garbage. Yeah. Surely out of all the things on that list, you would be cleaning the floor and rinsing the boat before you did anything. Looking after the guests, that's not a specific action item. So you can't even cross that one off production. I do get a jump scare every time we see those engineers. Those like Russian engineers, they just pop up every now and then and I'm like, ah. Me too. They're hardcore, right? They just look so masculine. And I always forget they exist until we see them. And when there was the handover at the Night Watch, I was Mm. like, who the fuck's this? Yeah, I know. That like Boris with the moustache, he freaks me out. I think it might, he just looks so like hardened. Oh, do you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. like definitely if he told me to do something, I'd be fucking doing it. Oh, yeah. And he probably hates these little twinks running around on deck. They must seriously be in the engine room going, what are we doing with these fucking children? <laughs> yeah. Honestly. I reckon if I worked on the boat, first of all, I wouldn't because I'm the 44 and I'm far too fucking old. But I'd be in the engine room with those guys going, what are we going to do about all these fucking children? Mm-hmm. Like, how are we letting them face the guests? <laughs> they're, they're like the same age as the kids who work at the drive-thru at Macca's, mate. You know they're yeah. getting your order wrong. <laughs> Anywho, next morning, guest steps on glass, obvi, because this fucking Adam doesn't clean the deck. 
And Luke doesn't even notice it because he's fucking hanging out at the coffee machine with Margot, giving her a massage. Oh, I would have been ropeable. Meanwhile, Captain Cutie has to radio him twice about getting the tow lines ready. And this was after the night before. He's like, we're leaving early, so make sure the tow lines are ready. you got to fire him. He sucks. Yeah, well, he definitely, he got the disco helmet right and he deserved it. Yes. And I think he'll get it again. Well, I was thinking in this moment, Gary might be a flirt. He might distract the interior. He might be the first one to massage Margot's shoulders, but he always gets his work done first. And he cares about customer safety. When that other guy walked into the into the wall, he was the one radioing Daisy. I know. He's somehow Gary manages to get all his work done and have time to distract the stews. <laughs> like no one's ever com- apart from Daisy, no one's ever complained about Gary's work ethic. Oh no, hang on a sec. He's Oh the, the other the two guys. Deck crew did this season. Yeah. Yeah, okay. This was a bad season. For I Gary, walk but... all that back for Gary. So is Gary. You suck. But at least Gary can swim. Oh, that's so true. So that's kind of the episode. Yeah. Next time Adam confronts Luke about safety, I mean, really, bitch. <laughs> Laura back chats with Aisha. As you want. This is coming to a head. We know it. There's a beach party fail and Luke makes out with Laura. Wow. Luke, you root rat. I think he's a pash slut. He's a pa- like a kissing slut. Maybe that's his issue. He just needs someone to kiss. So maybe mm. Laura's the one for him. I don't know. But I don't know what this is going to mean about the Margot situation. Do you think he's just going to want to kiss all of them all the time? Probably. Who doesn't like yeah. kissing? But not from your bosun. <laughs> it's going to come to a head. We all know someone gets fired. Someone gets fired every season. We saw it in the preview. But yeah. at this point, I don't know who to put my money on for getting fired. Luke or Laura? I don't know. I just get the impression that this Adam is going to start rubbing people the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I see that. I see that. And I think he's got a bit of, like, he could have a bit of a temper just because he's got attitude about everything. Like, in the first five minutes of meeting him, Culver was like, we're not in the Marines or the Navy or whatever he said. Like, we need to chill the fuck out. Yeah. (laughs) But as usual, it's a below deck and I'm loving it. So good. And I feel like the production quality has been all right. Like, that transition of Harry in the hot tub alone at night, he dunks his head under, and then all of a sudden we're under the sea with fish going past. I was like, okay, come on. Like, that's better than the Little Fucking Mermaid remake. That was spectacular. I haven't seen the Little Mermaid remake. I'm scared because I love the movie so much. What's it like? Is it good? Oh, I mean, it's just like all the Disney live action remakes are just pointless. Yeah, but they're beautiful to watch. No. no, it was really dark. Oh, when it like literally, like they literally looked under the sea because I couldn't see shit. It looked like the under the sea really is when you get that low, just dark. Yeah, it's it was too real. Oh, I like my live action with a little bit more cartoon. Yeah, look, me too, man. <laughs> I mean, I I I go to the TV to escape. I don't want to cry. I don't know what's happening in my old age, but I always say, "Am I going to cry at the end?" Because I don't want to cry. Like I got enough going on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I like shiny, heavy people. Anywho, sizzles? Yeah, let's do a quick sizz. Okay. Lisa Rinna slams disgusting days of our lives set environment. <sighs> okay. Great. Whatever. You haven't been on that show in like a million moons, so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> should I be like looking at it? Like, should I even no, click on it? No, no one cares about Lisa Rinna right now. Apparently Vicky Gumbleson cops to wearing crutchless panties. Was OC on yesterday? I missed it. I haven't watched I it. Haven't, I haven't watched it. Oh, my God. Ariana Maddox is on an episode of Love Island. Do you remember how in the show Scandival comments about not wanting to just sit around watching Love Island with her? Oh, yeah. Wow. I think she goes on there to, like, introduce some kind of activity. 
like to host an activity. Yeah. So like a little cameo on her favourite show. That. I love that for her. They have really spun every little single thing Tom said into like a financial opportunity for her. And I just love that. I love this. Whoever her management is is doing a fucking great job because I'm sure brands are reaching out to her in all this, but you know that her team are reaching out to brands, right? Yeah. Oh, my God, Kim Zolciak. She's selling her daughter's designer goods after <laughs> the gambling allegations. She popped into Atlanta for two seconds with Sheree. So do you reckon they're going to get her back on the show? I think we give too much respect to this Kim as an OG. She's always popping in for an episode or two and she never delivers like she used to deliver. No, it's true. You think her time has come and gone? Her time was up at like season two. Yeah, it's true. As soon as she met Croy, she went downhill. Yeah, it's true. Oh my God. How many times do we have articles about Teresa face tuning the crap out of her face till she looks like someone that doesn't (laughs) even belong in her family? I love that. Whatever. There's really not much going on. Oh. Yo, what? Did you listen to Judge Gina? I did listen to Judge Gina. Did you? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did. It's completely made up. Of course. I thought it was going to be real. No. Like Judge Judy. Judge Judy's real, right? No. No. (laughs) What do you mean no? It's fake. Judge Judy's fake? They're actors? Well, maybe not actors, but I wouldn't be calling it reality TV. I thought it was real. Mm, it's produced. Well, yeah, they people don't people write in? No? Okay, I no. sound like an idiot to myself when I'm hearing myself out loud right now. Everyone take five minutes to laugh at me. I don't think it's real. I don't know. I liked hearing Gamble yeah. on the episode. I still hate Petty Fleur. I'm glad she lost that one, but... I don't know. I just thought it was kind of lame. It's like so obviously made up that I don't find it entertaining. I'm not listening to it again, basically. I enjoy the TikTok content like around the show. Like I think like the bonus features are better than the actual feature. Oh, see, I forget to go on TikTok because I'm old. Like I've got it, but I forget to go on it. Well, I mean, it's an Instagram reel too. Like, I don't know, just the social media surrounding it is better. Do you follow the show? No, it just pops up. How does it pop? It doesn't pop up for me and I've listened to two episodes. Oh, the algorithm clocked me. Maybe I follow Gina on Instagram and I saw some things on Instagram. Fair enough. I was disappointed, unfortunately. Nothing's really going on. I mean, I know that they're filming Vanderpump. People are giving Sheena shit for filming scenes with Scandoval, but it's her fucking job what we want ultimately like let's wait till we see the scenes before we judge her people i love sheena i always yeah, she's have good as gold man. she is oh what do you think of the good as gold remake there's like an emo version have you heard it oh no so her and katie are hosting emo nights and apparently they're doing very very well an emo band did a remake of her good as gold and it's so funny because she doesn't really sing when they did this live performance, she didn't actually sing it. She just did like the, I want to say rap, but it's not really rap. She's just talking in a section of the song. But they're going to go into the studio and she's actually, they're going to lay down the track. I love that. It's actually really like cool. You should listen to it. I'm still listening to the Uber One remix. The emo version's cool. I like it. So I'm, I'm happy for her. But yeah, she wants to be the Gwen Stefani of the group. So she's thinks they might even be going on tour or something. There were talks about it. 
Great. Anyone that can knock off Scandivals off his perch because if Sheena goes on tour with a real band and she doesn't actually have to pay them to do it. Yeah, that'd be fun. It's going to be so funny. So I'm, I'm really rooting for Sheena to go on <laughs> tour with his, with his actual real emo band. Awesome. All right, well, let's leave it there. Aisha, please reach out to us. Please, please, please. I'm obsessed. <laughs> And that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> that's all I got to say, Aisha. <laughs> all right. We love you, everyone. Bye. Bye.